At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast. Presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. The official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It's a game day edition. Hornets back on the hardwood tonight in New York City. They'll take on the New York Knicks. So, after we've had a nice little break, hope you all enjoy the one-on-one interview we had for you yesterday with Hornets head coach Steve Clifford. We're back to previewing games. We'll take a look at the Hornets matchup with the Knicks. We're also going to talk about the quality start for the season and how it lined up with another Charlotte sports power. And we'll talk power rankings. We'll do it all with one of our favorite guests here on the HHC. Her name is Carla Gebhardt, and she is one of the sports anchors on Queen City News. And you can see her nightly on Charlotte Sports Live as well. Carla, thanks for joining us first time in this new season. I know. I can't believe basketball's already back out on the court. It's fun to see the Hornets in action. And, yeah, I feel like we were just doing this last season. Particularly fun to see them win. A team yeah. off to a solid start here, 2-1. and one, And extra fun when everyone wins in the Queen City. But let, let's start focused here on the Hornets. Your thoughts three games in on how the Hornets are playing and how maybe it meets or exceeds the expectations you had for the squad coming into the year. Well, it definitely exceeds my expectations. You know, I didn't really know what to think, obviously, with a old but new head coach and Steve Clifford and and then just, you know, obviously with the preseason and, and LaMelo Ball getting hurt and I, I really didn't know what to expect, but it has been a pretty fun team to watch and, and I would just say, you know, I got to talk to Steve Clifford um, a couple of days ago last weekend and, and he said this and, and now watching them in on the court in action that this team gels well and I think that's a great way of just putting it. A lot of good players, you know, not a ton of big stars at least on the court in a couple of days before with the Atlanta Hawks but you know just 
they, they gel well and they play well together. Externally, the expectations for the Hornets this year seemed rather low. Most of the uh, the experts out there had them somewhere in the 30s for a win total. Internally, a lot of the expectations from, from either us here in the Hornets Hivecast or elsewhere in the organization seemed to be somewhere in, in the 40s or higher. You can say we have purple and teal colored glasses, but that's where it seems the conversation's been going. With the Hornets start now, Two wins, both on the road, one at a division rival who has very high expectations in the Hawks, and all of them without LaMelo Ball, and the most recent one without LaMelo Ball, Terry Rozier, and Cody Martin. How should expectations maybe change externally for the organization? Yeah, I mean, I think you take it game game by game. That's what players and coaches like to say, right? But you take it game by game and kind of see how this team does. They definitely outperformed the Atlanta Hawks on Sunday night. It was amazing to watch them, like you mentioned, without Cody Martin, without LaMelo and Terry Rozier. Just a fun, fun to get to see, you know, Kelly Oubre putting up 24 points. And Dennis Smith Jr., he's been a great addition as well to this roster. Um, I think even replacing kind of what Ish Smith was able to do on the court last season, but even and even doing maybe more than what Ish was able to do, Dennis Smith just kind of definitely makes his presence known. But yeah, I do think the expectation should change. I think people should feel pretty positive about this team. I know we're only you know several games into the season. But, you know, we're going to see more injuries as the season progresses. And to know that you've got other guys on the roster that can step up, I think that um, that bodes well for this team. That definitely presented itself the other day in Atlanta. Now, I, I we love having your coverage of the Hornets, uh, but we understand that you can't be obsessed about it every single day the way we are here at the Hornets Hivecast because you cover everything going on in Charlotte. <laughs> and on Sunday, it was one of those great days for a Charlotte sports media personality like yourself because not only did the Hornets win, but the Panthers won, and they win on the same day. It hasn't happened that often, but it is the fourth straight time that it could have possibly happened due to what the Panthers did that the Hornets held up their end of the bargain. It happened twice last season, including a Halloween win for the Hornets over the Portland Trailblazers once in 2020, where Charlotte beat Brooklyn in a home game in front of an empty Spectrum Center. That was an odd one. The last time the Panthers won a game where the Hornets played the same day and the Hornets didn't win have to go all the way back to November of 2017. That's quite the win streak the two teams have going together. Kind of like knowing the yeah the numbers behind that. And listen, when the Panthers win, when the Hornets win, I know I know fans out there might not think this, but really, media people in Charlotte, we all win too, right? Because we love talking about these teams winning and doing well, and it's really nice. To have both teams, you know, really, really go out there and, and and make a mark on Sunday, and under some circumstances that a lot of people didn't expect them to win, and I think that's what the Panthers and the Hornets were both able to do on Sunday. Yeah, both teams uh, shorthanded compared to what everyone thought the teams would have at the start of the season. Obviously, Panthers making some moves and the Hornets having to play without LaMelo Ball and without Terry Rozier and without Cody Martin uh, certainly up the degree of difficulty, but both teams did get the job done. Now, there are five more dates on the calendar where the Hornets play and the Panthers play. You are our Charlotte sports everything expert, so I'm, I'm going to go to you here. How many times do you think it will happen that the Panthers will win, giving the Hornets the opportunity to have the double 
and the streak that goes back to November 2017. There's a game November 10th. Hornets play Miami. Panthers host the Falcons on Thursday night football. November 20th, Panthers at Baltimore. Charlotte will be in Washington, so not sure if we're all taking the same flight, but we'll be in the same area. December 11th, Hornets at Philadelphia. Panthers are in Seattle. The 18th of December, Panthers host Pittsburgh. Hornets will visit Denver. And January 8th, Panthers at New Orleans. Hornets at Indiana. I'm realizing all these games are road games for the Hornets. That makes it more difficult. But uh, your thoughts, is this going to happen a few more times for a a Charlotte sweep, if you will? Uh, Yeah, that's a good question. And, uh, you know, honestly, the Hornets played pretty well on the road. So maybe that is a good thing that they're all on the road when the Panthers um, and the Hornets play on the same day. You know, I think the one against Baltimore, at least for the Panthers on the football side of things, that one is definitely going to be a tough one. But, you know, you look at a game like like Seattle and that Thursday night game um, against Atlanta, I think those, you know, might be might be winnable games depending, you know, on, on the road trip to both of those places. I think the, the Thursday night game, though, is actually in Bank of America Stadium. But, yeah, I mean, I think I would say maybe two, two, three more times that could pro- probably happen this season. I love the optimism there. We'll see if uh, both teams can get on a win streak when playing on the same date again. Haven't had a Panthers win and a Hornets loss on the same day since November of 2017. Let's try and push that streak a few more years down the road. Carla Gebhardt is with us today. She's a sports anchor for Queen City News. You can follow her on social media at Carla Gebhardt and, of course, watch her nightly on Charlotte Sports Live. Coming up next, Hornets off to a good start, 2-1. and one. Where do they sit in some of the national power rankings? We'll talk about that next here on the Hornets Hivecast. Cataracts made it hard to see clearly. Even movies were blurry. So I went to Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. Now movies are as clear and sharp as they once were. The doctors at Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates offer cataract surgery using the newest technology and lenses with short recovery times. See like you once did. Schedule your appointment today at ceenta.com slash appointments. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. They just make sense. Sam Farber and Carla Gebhardt, sports anchor for Queen City News. She is seen nightly on Charlotte Sports Live, and you can, of course, follow her at Carla Gebhardt. Carla, the NBA season, preseason power rankings, again, we talked about it earlier, there weren't very high expectations externally for the Hornets. I found it a bit surprising. The Hornets did finish above 500 last season. They kept the majority of their team intact. Yes, a coaching change, but you've got LaMelo Ball, who was an all-star last year, and he's now going to be 21, third season. A lot of guys in their primes. I was surprised the Hornets were undersold, maybe, as much as they were, but that's the way it was before games were played. Now three games are in the books. Hornets are 2-1. and one. Both their wins are on the road. All of their games have come without LaMelo Ball. The team looks pretty good, and we've got a new round of power rankings out. So we always like to keep an eye out on these. The latest ones are from NBA.com. No cheating, no, no sneaking a peek at them. I want to know, in your opinion, where do you think the Hornets should be 1-30 through 30 in the NBA power rankings? Oh, that's a good one. Um, Let's see. I would rank them... Maybe 15 right now. I think that's a lot closer to where they should be than where they were ranked by the NBA.com power rankings. NBA.com has them 22. That's up slightly from where they were preseason, but I'm not sure. I mean, there, there are some teams that got off to unexpected good starts, and I say unexpected based off the national expectations. So teams that were ranked 21 and below, say, who had huge jumps. The Utah Jazz started the year 3-0. and They went up to 
five. Now, Utah's in an entirely different headspace right now than the Hornets are, and expectations were in an entirely different spot. They jumped 23 spots. I get that they're undefeated, but I find it hard to believe that if the Hornets were undefeated, they would also get the same jump. So why do you think it is, before we make you pick some teams, that the Hornets are being undersold to this degree? Well, I mean, I think a lot of people aren't paying attention to the Hornets right now, at least nationally, and that's not a knock on the Hornets. That's just a knock on people, you know, paying attention to some some other bigger teams that, you know, are in the the national spotlight a little bit more. And because we don't have Lamella Ball on the court, then that national spotlight probably isn't going to, you know, come to the Hornets at least right now until, you know, we're only three games into the season. I think they've got to make a little bit more noise, but I would certainly think that that they would be higher uh, than 22, especially after the win against the Atlanta Hawks. The Atlanta Hawks, pretty good team. And uh, and obviously the way that the season ended last year with the Hawks and and just the way that that went down for the Hornets. Yeah, you would think that that rivalry there a little bit um, with the proximity to Atlanta would maybe have some more eyes on this team. But yeah, I think the Hornets are just maybe nationally a little bit quieter right now but I think you know let's give them a few more games to to get some more games and some more wins under their belt and maybe people will start paying attention to a guy like Nick Richards I mean I think everybody the fan base has certainly been surprised with him and what he's been able to do Um, but I just don't think of maybe maybe the 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 other bigger eyes across the the nation um, haven't yet noticed Nick Richards yet. As Terry Rozier said a couple of times here earlier in the season if they're sleeping on us let them sleep on us because the Hornets are more than happy to sneak up and take advantage of some opportunities as they have so far two and one record all right so you said you thought the Hornets should be somewhere middle of the pack about 15 in the power rankings NBA.com said number 22 so as we always like to do I'm going to give you the three teams directly above the Hornets in those power rankings you don't have to say why all of them should be below the Hornets because you had them so far further than the NBA rankings but you do have to give me one and a reason why so here are your choices. Your choices are the Philadelphia 76ers, the Washington Wizards, and the Chicago Bulls. All three of them ranked just above the Hornets. I want to know, which one do you think should have been below Buzz City? Should have been below Buzz City? Oh, that's a good question. The 76ers, I can maybe, mm, I don't know, actually, because the Hornets kind of played them pretty close uh, in the preseason you know what? I'm going to say, yeah, the 76ers should be below the Hornets right now, especially because the Spurs, hello, just beat them, what, 114 to 105. So, yeah, I mean, I I think the 76ers, maybe they've had a lot of changes, you know, um, with, with their roster in, in certain places. Um, but, yeah, I think they should be below the Hornets right now. I will take it, and I will take your uh, personal ranking as well of the Hornets at 15. Hopefully they can continue to ascend up the power rankings and, more importantly, up the standings in the rest of this remaining road trip. Two games left on it. Charlotte's going to visit Orlando in a couple of days. But coming up tonight, Hornets at Madison Square Garden to take on the New York Knicks. We're going to preview the matchup when we return with Carla Gebhardt here on the Hornets Hivecast. As proud members of our community, the Charlotte Hornets Foundation is committed to inspire a giving culture in our region. This is Executive Director Betsy Mack inviting you to learn how you can make an impact. Through our Swarm to Serve initiative, the Charlotte Hornets Foundation focuses on education, hunger, military care, and wellness programs. To learn more about how you can help the Charlotte Hornets Foundation and your fellow neighbor, please visit hornets.com foundation today. 
Carla Gebhardt, sports anchor for Queen City News, and you can see her nightly on Charlotte Sports Live and follow her on social media at Carla Gebhardt, our special guest today here on the Hornets Hivecast. It's a game day edition, Carla, and we've got Hornets at Knicks tonight. First meeting between these two for the young season, and uh, I need some players to watch, one for the Knicks, one for the Hornets, as well as a statistic you think is going to end up telling the tale between the two teams. You're the guest. You get to pick which category we're going to go first in, and you get first selection. Okay, well, I'm going to go with the stat to watch, and I think it's probably the most obvious for the Hornets right now. It's something that Clifford has mentioned pretty much every game that they've had, especially these last two, but it's going to be that foul count for the Hornets. It's something that they've got to work on, um, maybe getting just a little too handsy uh, in these games, but 24 fouls for the Hornets in the past two games separately, and, and that's a lot. You're given a lot of trips to the line for the other team, and you look back in that game against the Pelicans at home, the home opener, and that was really the big difference in that game was that the Pelicans got to the line many, many more times than the Hornets did, and they would have, you know, the score would have been much closer had that foul count been a little bit down. So, yeah, that's the most obvious one, I think, when you're looking at the stat sheet for the Hornets and something that Clifford wants his team to work on with the Knicks and, and something that we hope to see an improvement there against the Knicks on Wednesday. I agree. Cannot have a parade route to the free throw line in any game and expect to really have a good chance to win. I like the pick. I got to go in a different direction, though. So I'm going to go with points in the paint. Hornets struggled a little bit with New Orleans, and it wasn't just fouling for fouling. It was the Pelicans had a good strategy. Give the ball to Jonas Valanciunas and make it guard him, and the Hornets had a hard time doing it. He had a large portion of of those free throws. So the the ability to attack the paint, something the Hornets have to defend better against. And the Knicks are pretty good at it. Uh, their, their opening night loss to Memphis went to overtime in large part against a team that many feel has Western Conference finalist type of talent on it. But the Knicks were even with them through regulation because they outscored them by 20 in the paint. This is a big team. I know they've made some acquisitions at the guard position, but Julius Randle is still there and he is still a problem for a lot of teams. They still have Mitchell Robinson. R.J. Barrett is on the taller side. Obi Toppin coming off the bench. This is a big squad, so I think points in the paint is also something to look at. Hornets have had some good returns there with Nick Richards as well as Mason Plumley off to good starts, and their ability to attack the basket helps in those numbers as well, but I think those are, are certainly the top two stats to watch for both fouls and points in the paint. How about players to watch? Do you want to start Knicks or do you want to start Hornets? I'm going to leave the Hornets for last. So I'm going to go Knicks next. And it's because I'm interested to see their new point guard, Jalen Brunson, a lot. You know, uh, Tom Thibodeau been talking a lot about him in the media and what he's really added to their team. And they've kind of really maybe done a small rehaul with the way that they run their offense more fast-paced than we've seen the Knicks. And and that's kind of surprising, like you mentioned, because of their size, because they are so big that they're trying to push the pace a little bit. So I will be interested to just kind of kind of see what he adds to this team, how he leads them. I know, you know, constantly pushing the court, but he's also letting some other players kind of step into to different roles. So they look a little bit different than they did last year. Now they're not great at shooting. And so, you know, that's kind of one of the things that I'll be looking at, especially if the Hornets can get hot. I think that's where the Hornets, they are even more fast-paced than the Knicks are right now. But that's what I'm going to be looking at is where I think the Hornets can kind of really overtake is if their shooting stays hot and just kind of watching Brunson and kind of what he does for them. I know he's not the biggest name on the roster. You mentioned Cam Reddish, Obi Toppin, R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, all of those guys. Of course, we're going to be watching 
watching them. There's, those are going to be the ones to defend. But, yeah, I just want to see kind of what uh, Tom Thibodeau has done with, with his roster and the way that they run the offense on Wednesday night. I like the pick. I just made a point of pointing out points of the paint, and you brought up the point guard. And I'm going to go with someone who plays prim- primarily on the perimeter as well. I do still think paint is a place to watch, but I- I'm going to go with R.J. Barrett. And I see him at the start of the season kind of similar to how I looked at Trey Young. Uh, Maybe even lesser so. Trey Young, the numbers were good. The percentages were bad. And so, you know, I, I almost made him my player to watch for that game hesitantly because, I, you know, you don't want to poke the bear too much or, or poke the ice tray. I mean, if he's efficient, he's probably scoring 40 or 45 points per game right now. He's that kind of good. R.J. Barrett is off to a slower start two games into the season, only 29 points, hadn't made a three yet, shooting under 40%, under 35% from the floor. This is a talented scorer. This is someone the Knicks have reinvested in. There were all those trade rumors over the offseason. They doubled down on a young top three pick. I think he's someone who can be dangerous for the Knicks, and as much as I think the interior pieces are the primary concern, R.J. Barrett's ability to attack the basket, that's a big part of the reason why they score so well in the paint as well. So R.J. Barrett, my player to watch for the Knicks, which leaves, last but certainly not least, a Hornet to watch. All right. I think recency bias over the Atlanta win, but I know that a lot of people aren't really sure how they feel about Kelly Oubre. I know there were talks, you know, of of maybe him not staying with the team over the offseason, but I am so glad that the Hornets brought Kelly Oubre back, scored 24 points, led the team in the win against the Atlanta Hawks. I'm just going to be looking at him again. They've given him, I think, it seems like maybe a little bit more of a leadership role, obviously starting he was always adding off the bench last season, but I think giving him a little bit more ownership of this team, he's really evolved even more in his game, and he's really fun to watch, and I'm just really glad that the Hornets brought him back. So I think I will be watching him to see kind of how he, you know, depending on the injury report going into Wednesday, how he kind of takes that leadership role again and makes his presence known because, yeah, when Kelly Oubre is hot um, on the court, the buckets just don't seem to – he doesn't seem to miss at all. And so that would be um, pretty fun to watch in New York against the Knicks on Wednesday. Yeah, he is off to a very hot start, averaging north of 17 points per game. I like the pick. I'm going to go with Gordon Hayward for this one. And obviously, you know, we're going to save some selections here that we would love to look at if injury updates allow us to. But we're not going to try and, you know, get ahead of ourselves here. We'll go with players that, as of this taping, we know are healthy at the moment. And that includes Kelly Oubre and Gordon Hayward. So Gordon Hayward's my pick. I think he's off to a really, really strong start to the season, averaging just under 20 points per game. A couple of numbers that really stand out to me. Outside of centers, or guys who are really not shooting very much in games. Gordon Hayward is leading the team in two-point percentage, shooting 63% from inside the arc. He's not bad from outside it either. He's sitting at 30% small sample size, I know, at just three games. But he has been really good about attacking the paint, getting to his spots, knocking down mid-range jumpers, and getting some easy points in places that Quite frankly, most players in the NBA don't find it that easy. I think that's one of the the steps that takes you from being a good scorer, a starter-level player, to being a borderline all-star level guy, is being able to score in the mid-range. And Gordon Hayward is really on point on that right now. He's also doing a great job playing off contact and getting to the line. And against a big New York Knicks team, that's going to be key. Some of those spots that he likes to get to are not always going to be available. He's got to go absorb contact and find ways to get to the stripe. He's averaging the 
most free throw attempts of anyone on the team. I think just Gordon Hayward is playing really, really good basketball and a theme over the last couple of years. If Gordon Hayward is healthy, the Hornets are playing at a playoff level. When he's not, they haven't been. He's healthy right now, and the team is 2-1. and one. I don't think that's an accident. I don't think that's an indictment of anyone who's not available whatsoever. It just speaks to the level of play, the level of calm that Gordon Hayward brings to the floor, and this is a time where the Hornets need to take advantage of it, not knowing what other pieces they're going to have available to them. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great point. And just his veteran presence, you kind of mentioned that too, but I think his leadership on the court, especially with so many young guys on this team, is very important. Another thing too is just, I, you know, especially second half, right? I think he's been able to kind of help them in the second half stay up. And I think that's been the thing I think that's been most exciting to watch about this team is not only do they get up, They've clawed their way back from deficits, from from double-digit uh, deficits in the season. But then when they get up, they don't let off a gas. And I and I do think that that comes from from more of the veteran presence on the court. We'll see if he can lead the Hornets to a 3-1 and start. Tip is set for 7.30 p.m. tonight at Madison Square Garden. And, of course, if you are listening on our flagship station, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNC, you can hear pregame action beginning at 6.30 when the game is over. If you have to wait till the next morning, Hornets Hivecast, of course, will be there for you. But if you want all of the details that night, please go to Queen City News and Charlotte Sports Live. Watch Carla Gebhardt and the great crew over there. They will have all the highlights and all of the breakdown of Hornets versus Knicks. Carla, thanks as always for joining us here on the Hornets Hivecast. All right. Thanks so much, Sam. Thanks as well to our producer, Rob Longo, for helping put together this podcast. Most of all, thanks to all of you for tuning in. Tomorrow we'll have our breakdown podcast reviewing the Hornets matchup against the New York Knicks. Till next time, for everyone here, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you with us. We'll talk to you again next time right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com.